Good. <laughs> no, no, I, I can't rip them. Guys, we have a White Sox manager, Tony Larusa, with us. If you have a question, please raise your hand. And Michael, so we were never going to do anything dangerous. You know, if he'd have struggled, he, after two or three, he was out of there, but he was rolling. And to be able to get that fifth inning was huge for us because that, you know, four left, as you saw, you know, Crochet had to get uh, three, uh, three of them. But I was really impressed. First of all, not just that he started, but uh, he knew and so did the relievers that we were, we were shorthanded. So to step up and get us five innings, you know, that's, that's a pressure performance over and above just being a starter in a game we're trying to win. Cheryl? Tony, what about the overall performance of the team being able to sweep the Rangers this weekend and being able to, you know, score runs and having some good starting pitching? Uh, well, I was really impressed with how, how competitive the Rangers played us. I mean, the game yesterday, even today, you know, there were some, they, they put some good towards the end. There were some hard hit balls that our defense started double plays, but, uh, uh, you know, after winning two and it was really cold down there, I, I take my hat off to our offense. I mean, they came to play and, uh, and you know, they, they need, they know we need to accumulate a bunch of wins and they went after it and they got it, put the pitching that we had and we were able to pull it off. Vinny. Tony, obviously you guys are, are throwing Michael knowing that he hasn't hadn't pitched the last two seasons and are use, managing him uh, accordingly. Has, has he been as impressive in that regard as he has been just from a sheer results perspective? Well, he's been more impressive because, first of all, you know, he's out in the bullpen and, you know, you, you don't know when you're going to pitch. And uh, and the way we're, we've already talked about it, his first couple of appearances out of the pen, I mean, he was locked in, uh, you can tell that he enjoys the pressure and the, and the moment. So we talked about it, you know, however that the season goes, uh, he's going to be used in important situations, whether it's a start or, I mean, you, you'll see him pitch, you know, in the last third of the game. So, uh, and it's all good for him. The more he goes out there, you know, getting outs when he has to get them, whether it's a clutch and relief or as a starter, I mean, that just gets into the bank for his future. A lot of people obviously want to know, you know, when he's going to be in that rotation. And you guys have, have answered that question before. But is it almost a different kind of value to, to have him be what you said, which is a guy who can play multiple roles rather than just one? Well, but only only for right now. I mean, that's why, you know, you know we've had a couple of conversations about this. I mean, Michael Kopech's going to be a starting pitcher, top-line starting pitcher. But right now, uh, it made sense to get him – you know, in condition to you know, add more and more pitches, it worked out the way. And more importantly, the fact that he has competed so well shows, you know, he's got good guts when he goes out there. He keeps his cool and concentration. So uh, I don't have a crystal ball, but if he pitched, you know, and I used the Wainwright experience from 06, he could pitch in the bullpen all year long and, and next year win 20, or maybe later on he pitches this year as a starter. Uh, he's just, it's exciting to see that he can, he can do both for us.
Mark? Hey, Tony, you've talked about uh, you've been impressed by what Garrett Crochet has done, and what was your take on how he threw today, and what happened to his thumb in that last inning there? Uh, I didn't even ask. <laughs> I didn't ask. Um, he, he's a stallion. Uh, I mean, I remember watching him on TV last year when he first got here. I went, wow, and then you see him in person. Uh, you, know, you know, there's good, and then there's when you really want to do well, and that's what these young guys, they really want to do well. And that's why this experience where more and more they're getting out there and they can relax a little bit and can concentrate uh, and not try to force it. And you saw it today. You know, he he's another guy just like Michael. He knew after uh, Jonathan came out, it's just him and Ruiz for four innings. And uh, he took three of them. So, you know, I, I think you, just from my experience, talent's one thing. But uh, clutch, being able to be productive with games on the line, you know that's what that's what that's what champions do, and and that's how you contribute to a championship team. So, and they're young, man. They're babies, and very impressive. Bruce, Tony, you uh, you have uh, Michael built up to a certain amount of innings now. Is it going to be tough to decelerate that uh, when you guys sit down and have your meetings about? What next? I mean, there's seems like there's so many pleasant uh, different situations you could uh, go with him. Well, we're going to do what's you know he wants to be part of a championship team this year or contending team. So, you know, he's he's made that clear to all of us. And uh, but we're facing now starting tomorrow. You know, we got a lot of days off. I mean, there's going to be some some adjustments having to be made just to the guys that have been in the rotation because. You know, it's okay to get an extra day or two here or there, but if you have too many of them, you start pitching once a week, you know, that's not good for your timing. So this is, uh, this is definitely not the time to think about moving Michael into rotation. I mean, he needs, he needs to be one of those guys that, that we rely on, you know, in the second half of the game. Uh, but you know, I've already explained, it's all to the good. It's all to the good. His good and our good. Okay. Last question for Tony, James Fegan. I, I know you kind of answered right there about what the immediate future holds for him, but knowing that Michael can give you this length, uh, I mean, obviously you knew that he had this talent, but the display today, the next time a rotation need emerges or you, the guy's hurt or underperformance, does it factor into, hey, Michael can do this as well as anybody, you know, we have uh, for a backup option here? Well, he, he can do it better than anybody. It's, it's what he's proven, but uh... – you know, the, the two times that he started, he started where he had enough rest. And I'm telling you that there could be a, a game. Uh, well, in fact, uh, didn't we hold him out of the game the other day? Because if we, if we didn't need him to win the game, you know, he's going to, he's going to help us right now when he's available. But if it comes up, there's a start and we can get him the, the proper rest. I mean, that's, that's a terrific advantage for our team. Thank you, Tony. Okay. Guys, we're going to have uh, Michael Kopek with us. He's already on the room. Thank you, Michael. We have uh, Cheryl Ray Stout. Go ahead, Cheryl. Michael. Hello. Um, 
When did you know that you were going to start, obviously be with Lucas being hurt earlier in the week, you probably knew this was going to happen. And the fact is that you were able to go out there and pitch the way you did with 10 strikeouts. Um, so I found out about three days ago, uh, right after we got back from the off day. Um, and yeah, basically I, I threw my bullpen, I think, uh, the night before last in the ninth inning of the game. Um, and so I, since then I've kind of been preparing for this, but, um, yeah, I just tried to try to go out there and treat it like another day and just take a hitter to hitter. What did it mean to you to be able to go five full innings, be able to get the win as a starter? Yeah, uh, it means a lot, you know, because that's how I still consider myself as a starting pitcher. Um, and so to be able to kind of not get that opportunity for a while and then to take advantage of that opportunity and actually be able to, you know, get a little bit deeper than the plan was, I, I think that's good for me and for the team. Mark? Hey, Michael, what's this whole experience been like for you, you know, going back and forth and with Tony saying, you know, that could continue happening, you know, where you have a few games relief, you've started two in a row. Is it easy to handle, you know, the kind of the kind of change? Um, yeah, it's something I'm still kind of learning about, I guess. But um, it's made this season a little bit easier for me because it's it's kind of just not knowing when you're pitching and it makes you uh, be a lot more present for every pitch that you throw. So, you know, they call me tonight and tell me I'm going to pitch again tomorrow. I need to be ready to face those hitters tomorrow. Um, and that's kind of just the mindset that I've had this month, and I'm going to try to continue with that same mindset all season. What was your – do you know what the goal was? I mean, you ended up throwing, I think, 87, which is a career high. What was the – was there a target going into the start that you knew of? Um, I think we originally talked about uh, four innings. So I went, I went out for one more after I had a quick fourth, which I was asking for, so – James, just uh, how did you feel as far as extending this far out? Um, was this somewhat un un unprecedented in terms of how you've been working and stretching out in the year, or did it, you know, feel familiar given how much you started in the past? Um, it felt more familiar than I was assuming it would. I, I kind of felt like I would get pretty tired before I got to five innings today, um, and I don't know about my. Uh, stuff as far as the metrics and my pitches go. I don't, I don't know how all that played, but I I feel like I was a lot more energetic than I would have expected to be in the fourth and fifth inning, um, just considering that I haven't started in so long. But, um, yeah, just being able to kind of get out there and push through those last couple innings um, and still feel competitive means a lot to me. Jesse Rogers. Hey, Michael, uh, maybe a different way of asking this this question to you. If you had your druthers, would you um, just be pitching every five days as a starter? Or are you sort of medically informed enough to understand that this has to go a little bit slow? Um, I, I mean, I could see how to answer that in a couple of different ways. But um, as far as like a... a Answering from like a health standpoint, uh, yeah, I understand that I'm going to have to kind of be restricted this year just because I haven't had a full season coming off the surgery. Um, but to answer your question, just as far as what I would want, yeah, of course, I'd want to go out there and start every fifth day. Um, but I just like pitching for a team that wants to win. Everybody wants to win. So as the strikeouts are piling up the first six, then you get to 10. Are you, are, are you impressed by yourself in those moments? I mean, 
you know, that's not easy to do for a guy that hasn't started much. Um, I mean, I, I, I'm happy every time I get a strikeout, but I wouldn't say that I'm impressed with myself to where I'm thinking about that moving forward throughout the game. As soon as one hitter's gone, I'm on to the next. And I, I feel like if you want to be successful in this game, then you have to treat every guy as a new guy. Bruce? Uh, Michael, I, I understand the White Sox plan, but uh, you are two years away from from surgery. You are throwing free and easy with good mechanics. Does the competitor inside of you say, I'll do what they tell me to do because I'm a team guy, but uh, I'm ready to, to be a uh, starting pitcher every five days? Yeah, I mean, of course, it was up to me. I would, I would try to be putting myself out there every five days. But we have a incredible rotation right now. Um, and with the way everything's going, I'm happy coming out of the bullpen, too, and being just as competitive out of the bullpen. Um, yeah, of course, I want to do that, like I'm saying. But, you know, I, I'll take whatever role I can on this team right now. Uh, the follow-up question is, you're up to 87. Are you going to be curious to see what it's like to go from – 87 back to 40 or 50 and up and down the ladder, how you, uh, how you deal with that? Um, yeah, I mean, I, I think it, if anything, it would be beneficial towards, uh, my, you know, my next few outings just because I'll get this amount of recovery and then I'll be, I'll be pretty fresh moving into my next outings. Um, and feeling like I've built up to that workload now and not needing to do that. I think that'll be a huge help for me. Michael, this is uh, your first win as a starter since August 26, 2018. And obviously we've talked a lot about the journey and stuff, but getting a win today as a starter, is that, is that something you can take a step back and appreciate the ebbs and flows and the lows of the journey that you've been on to get to this point? Or do you look at it as just kind of a, a nice moment and that you take it and you move forward? Um. I think I can answer that by saying both, kind of. Um, definitely trying to take this in and be appreciative for the past few years of my life and just being able to get out there and still compete and still have it in me and feel like I'm proving to myself that I'm better than I've ever been. Um, but with that being said, you know, like you said, we, we have a bigger picture in mind, and that's you know winning this season. Um, so for me to get one win is just, you know, it's a nice thing to, you know, nod out and hang my hat on, but we got to move on to the next one. So last two questions for Michael Lamont Pope. Hey, Michael, uh, with today's start, did you feel locked in from the jump? And also, uh, how was it just going from start one to start two this, this season? Uh, yeah, I, I don't know about locked in from the start. Uh, I definitely felt competitive from the beginning, and I felt like over the first couple innings, I kind of locked in and brought myself back into a, more of a hyper focus. Um, but going from one start to the next definitely felt pretty familiar to me, even though I didn't originally know that was going to be the plan. But having a start and then going five days and having another start, that I mean, I did that for years and years in the minor leagues. It's just something that's so ingrained in me that I I enjoy that routine. Last question, James Fegan. How did you feel stuff-wise overall? Uh, just 
you're not hitting a uh, hundred all the time anymore, but you've always said that you didn't really care about that. And it wasn't the goal. Do you feel like, you know, even since mid nineties that the, the action on your stuff is where you want and does it feel good physically? Um, yeah, I feel like right now I'm throwing a better fastball than I did when I had a hundred mile an hour fastball. And that might sound strange, but I just know what's going on in my body and in my mechanics every time I throw a fastball. Whereas before, the goal is more so let's try to throw this as hard as I can, which works sometimes, but not all the times, especially if you're not hitting spots. And not that I have perfect command right now, but I feel like by kind of taking that step back and working on being efficient, that I've thrown a lot more strikes than I have thrown hard. And I'm happy with that. Thank you, Michael. Thank you, guys. We have uh, Zach Dollings with us, and uh, it'll be a matter of a few seconds. Zach, we have uh, Cheryl Ray start with the first question for you. Go ahead, Cheryl. Hi, Zach. Um, on, on the pitching side of what Michael Kopech did, what was it like receiving him the way he did, and, and how was he so effective? Um, it's been the same as, as it's been all year. Everything he's shown is electric. Obviously, got that fastball. He got the, got the uh, good slider today. He threw a couple good change-ups to get a couple double plays or a couple ground balls. Um, but everything he's thrown is, is amazing right now, and, and obviously throwing a lot of strikes, and, and uh, that's, that's what he needs to do. At you, for you at the plate, do you ever have three infield singles in your career? I think I had three in all of like 2019, probably. But <laughs> other than that, I've never, I don't think I've ever had three in one game. What did it feel like to do that? That was pretty cool. Um, I felt a little fast there for a little bit. I wanted to steal a base there in, in the uh, eighth, I think it was. But um, no, obviously, I'll take him anyway. I can get him. Uh, there's a lot of, uh, Balls that are hit into the shift that, that take away hits. So I'll take I'll take a couple of those too. Mark. Hey Zach, what was your uh take on Garrett today? And do you know what happened with his thumb in that last inning where it looked like he was, you know, pitching through a little a blood out there? Yeah, I think uh he just kinda digs a little bit in his glove. Um maybe it cut him a little bit or something like that. Nothing uh too concerning, but um he had good stuff also. I mean, threw a couple of good sliders. Obviously, that fastball is there too. Um, and then a couple of good changes to get it. And that ground ball is pretty much the same thing as Kopech, same story. But uh, coming in there with bases loaded, no outs, uh, did a good job for us. Vini? Nice shirt, by the way. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, with with Michael, uh, how what is it meant to have that kind of weapon available for you guys? Whether he's coming out of the bullpen, whether he's starting the game, he's just been good across the board. What has it meant for you guys uh, this season? Uh, yeah, he's been great for us this season. Obviously, uh, taking off last year and then having what he had in eighteen and um, eighteen and nineteen, but uh, you just don't know what you're going to get out of a guy like that. And coming into spring training, he had the electric stuff and he took it right into the season, and uh, it's been big for us. Bruce? Uh, Zach, he, he, he talked about throwing uh, with less velocity and more confidence in his stuff. As a guy that caught him a couple of years ago and is catching him now, 
Do you, do you understand uh, what he's saying? And uh, what what is that like uh, catching him now compared to then? Yeah, I think now he's more of a pitcher. Um, before he was just up there to throw as hard as he can and and uh, kind of just try to blow it by people. And now, um, I mean, his fastball is is definitely getting on people. Obviously, a lot of swings and misses on that. But he has three, four pitches uh, that he could throw for strikes uh, at any moment. Uh, it's it's in every hitter's head stepping up there, knowing that uh, a nasty slider, changeup, or curveball can be coming. So that, that helps out his fastball a lot. Um, and he's throwing a lot of strikes, so that's what we need. They don't seem to see it all that well. Is it? Uh, is it? Do you think they're expecting a hundred, and they're they're getting all kinds of different other things? Um, I mean, I, I don't know what they're expecting, but I know the fastball is definitely getting on me too. I know it says ninety five, ninety six, but um, for whatever reason, it, it's uh, it's coming in there. James, just with his command where it is now, compared to maybe when you've caught him in the past. How much does that open up what you guys can do as far as uh, sequencing and different uh, kinds of attack plans against hitters? Yeah, it helps a ton uh, with any guy like that that throws hard. Um, if they can throw their secondary stuff for strikes, it, it helps their fastball out a ton. Um, at, at this level, if you go up there and you only have one pitch, and even if it's 110, um, it can be, still be hit. Obviously, we see a lot of more a lot more um, Secondary stuff out of crochet this year. Last year he was blowing, blowing people by with 102, 101, but, um, no, I mean, his changeup, Kopex changeup, uh, his curveball, his slider, all, all for strikes. Um, it's kind of, it's almost like playing a video game back there. Jesse? Zach, is it dangerous for a catcher back there when the, the signs are crossed up, uh, especially with a guy like Kopech throwing almost 100? Yeah, yeah, uh, definitely dangerous. It's never on a catcher's mind that, that we're going to get crossed up, but, um, saved one there. And, and obviously we got right back on board and, and, uh, got locked in and took him through five and it was, it was good. Is that a result of him not starting much or nothing to do with that? No, just a little bit of miscommunication. Um, we usually do one thing today. We did a different thing. Uh, he kind of forgot. And then, uh, yeah, it was, it's all good. Bruce, with the last question for Zach. Zach, uh, just on the team right now, um, are you guys starting to show how many different weapons you have and how many different ways you can beat someone else? And I know you don't want to get too carried away. It's early in the year, but uh, it seems like, uh, you know, the people predicting you guys being an outstanding team may not be far off. Yeah, I don't, I don't think so either. I don't think it's very far off. Um I'd say most of our losses, we beat ourselves, like I said before. Um, and, uh, we got a couple guys that we know are going to come through for us that just haven't got off to hot, hot starts. And, um, once these guys come through for us, we'll, we'll have a complete team and, uh, everyone's just trying to pick up everybody, which is, which is good to see. Hey, thank you, Zach. All right. Thanks. Well, guys, and, uh, with this, we finish our soon for today. Thank you.